It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles, episode fifty-four position of power. I hope everyone is having a wonderful weekend, a wonderful day so far. Um, So let's just get into some little bit of updates. So you guys have 40 days until the midterm elections, which is November 6, 2018. Uh, For Merlin residents, early voting in Merlin is October 25th through November the 1st. And then voter registration deadline in Merlin is Tuesday, October the 16th. The cutoff time is 9 p.m. Okay, so make sure you guys get out there and vote. Make sure you guys get out there and research who is running for your midterm elections. So let's get into damn America. So a D.C. principal was taped mocking a student's sex assault claim. So um, sexual assault has really been a big issue these last couple of uh, months, um, especially with the Me Too campaign, um, especially with everything that's going on in the Supreme Court. So a lot of cases have been brought up. So now it looks like it's getting over into the school system. Um, So apparently... Uh, a student. Uh, this actually happened in June of last year. Um, she's a freshman at Roosevelt High School. She went to her principal, who is a Keila James, um, that she had been sexually assaulted by another school, another student in the school bathroom. So apparently, the principal, her first, um, like her first thought or her first, um, like she expressed concern over the allegation, but. I think someone was recording her and with the recording, it's totally different. So now the family is looking to uh, do like a civil uh, civil rights lawsuit against the district. Like just, it, I guess it just got filed. Um, so when the girl met there with her mother, the principal was like, oh, you know, I'm here to support this. How can I be an assistant? She promised that they would be looking into to it, investigating it. Um, she said she had no idea. No, she said she didn't like the idea that the girl's daughter was um, being sexually assaulted and how it was a crime. But after the mother and her daughter left the conference room, the principal... Um, 
took a different tone when she met up with other like officials or whatever that were like present. So basically, she she was basically coming at the girl and saying that how she was just sick of the student and her mom, and that she planned to embarrass the girl, and she ridiculed what the girl was wearing as far as her clothes and things like that, and she was saying that this was a bunch of bullshit. So at the time, the girl's mother was recording it on her cell phone and the principal didn't have no clue. So the lawsuit that's against the principal right now and the D.C. government is in the U.S. court for the District of Columbia. So the lawsuit basically says that James and other school system officials failed to adequately investigate the sexual assault claims. Um, which is required by federal law, and that James deframed the girl by implunging her credibility to the police officers. So we don't know who the alleged um, assault, who the you know alleged victim of the assault is, um, but without their consent, their name, there's no naming the girl or her mother. But the federal lawsuit is seeking at least five million actual and um, pitiful damages. Um, so. <clears throat> This is my thing with this. Um, it's like this This principle feels like she can just basically position her power, take her power, and she can do whatever she feels necessary. Um, I think she acted very unprofessional. Whether the girl clothes is baggy or whether the girl clothes are too short or whatever the case may be, she's not provoking someone to sexually assault her. So at the end of the day, with everything that's going on right now in the world today, I feel like that principal had her duty where she is supposed to be there to protect and the children should be able to come to her just like when they have guidance counselors they should be able to go to their guidance counselor when certain things do come up um even if it wasn't a student what if what if it had been a teacher like that principal was a hundred percent wrong and i'm glad that the mother was able to record it and get everything on tape because if she didn't have that recording it would basically be her word against the principals and um, then also for the principal to really go out there and talk amongst her with other with other um faculty members i would have hoped that the other faculty members would have set an example even though they probably felt like oh if i talk against her this may happen to me or something like that they're supposed to be there as well to protect the children and make sure that they're putting the children down the right path but you sit there and agree with the principal who's basically mocking a child who did the right thing as far as coming forth about being sexually assaulted no one should be sexually assaulted, not male, not female. So that's just putting a different perspective on what you're teaching them after school. Um, the D.C. police, um, D.C. public schools, of course, they released a statement saying that they're going to do an internal investigation um, and it has been conducted in how the principal handled the sexual assault allegations. But of course, the school officials refused to disclose the findings, of course. Um of course, the school system say, you know, they don't tolerate any type of harassment or mis sexual misconduct in their schools and they take safety and things like that. Um, also, the spokesperson for the mayor said that after reviewing the recording, the mayor had directed the school officials to re-examine James's conduct. Um, so basically, I guess they're going to like re-examine how she kind of handled the situation and go into that. And the thing about it is the key thing here is that 
they the parents need to make sure that their kids are safe they need to make sure that when they drop them off in the morning or when they send them off to school that they're in a safe environment so clearly her daughter was not in a safe environment to the point where she came home which was very good i'm glad that the girl young lady came home and immediately told her mother what happened and then her mother did exactly what she should have done but it feels like now the school system has failed this young child because she yet again did not feel protected she didn't feel like the principal had her best interest at heart and that she's condoning what this other student did to her um of course, you know, the principal, she hasn't uh, responded to any calls because, of course, people are, like, calling her, trying to seek a comment about everything that occurred. Um, but hopefully they, they you know, fire her or get rid of her because if another situation like this comes up, who's to say she won't do that to another student? So hopefully they'll look into this a little bit more. Um, I know the mother is still, like... Um, I think she has like really took this into uh, consideration as far as like getting um, the courts and stuff involved and stuff like that. Um, so the girl they said who filed the lawsuit promptly reported the alleged attack in which she said a male student pulled her into a bathroom, forced her into a stall and began kissing her and trying to put his hand up her dress. She said that she escaped but that he left a hickey on her neck which she cites as evidence of the incident in the recording of her meeting with um, the Roosevelt officials. Uh, the D.C. police report shows that a girl reported the incident June 14th of 2017, the day after the alleged attack. So she reported the day after. Um, of course, it says the same thing. They forced her in the male bathroom, stall, kissed her on her neck, causing a passion mark, and touched her buttocks without her consent. So charges were not filed in the case. Um, so, of course, her mother got an attorney. Um, yet again, they complained about how they handled the situation. Uh, so hopefully they'll look into that. Of course, they, of course, they um, enlisted an attorney. Uh, and I guess the attorney... Uh, okay, so I guess before they look for the attorney, they wanted to bring it public. So I guess other people could be aware of what was going on in the school. Um, so this happened all of last year. So I guess now it's just like really coming, you know, to forth, um, to the forefront with what's, you know, what's going on. So hopefully they'll come to a resolution with this, um. Uh, so, of course, they also said, too, that a lot of schools were, were saying they don't have to investigate it because the police are doing it. That's not true, someone said. So, even still, you just don't leave it up to the police. This happened in your school. You're the principal. You're supposed to take care of the school, watch after the school, make sure everything is going correctly in your care. So, clearly, you didn't do that. So, We'll see how this unravels. I hope the you know the girl gets some type of justice with this. Um, also, they try to talk about the dress that she had on, saying that she should see the dress that she's got on. So basically trying to say whatever that young lady wore to um, school provoked the young man to take her and push her in the bathroom or do whatever the case may be. Um, so I think that's another thing, too. <clears throat> Just because you wear something a certain way or whatever the case may be, that does not give anyone the right to do anything to you sexually without your consent. I don't care if she had on the shortest skirt in the world. That doesn't mean that he has to come over, push her, force her, pin her, whatever the case he may did to sexually assault her without her saying yes go ahead do that no go ahead don't do that so that's the thing. People put so much on women because of how they dress even though 
women we should dress like we respect ourselves but even still that doesn't give someone of the opposite sex or someone of the same sex to come over and do anything to us without our consent so that position of power that she thought she held may get diminished so i hope that it does and i hope that they find somebody else that can take her place that actually cares about the children actually cares about um what they come forth and tell them um so also with another damn america another teacher position in power uh South Carolina teacher lowered a student's grade when he no longer wanted to have sex with her. What the fuck is going on in the country? So this lady, she's a Charleston, South Carolina teacher. Her name is Jennifer uh, Algeray Aro, something like that. So it's O-L-A-J-I-R-E dash hyphen A-R-O. So she reportedly used grades to manipulate a 17-year-old student into sleeping with her so she taught pre-calculus and algebra and she worked at a tennis coach at the uh, high school prior to this incident um her first year teacher is married and has a young child a former student of hers alleged she flirted with him and conducted inappropriate conversations uh so the victim he um filed a lawsuit with him with his mother that the 27 year old educator encouraged and precise the student identified as John Doe to have sex in several locations including her car home and in front of her 10 month old child this bitch is crazy um each plaintiff um would dismiss Arrow's advances and request to perform sexual intercourse with her Arrow will remain Plaintiff John Doe, that she alone controlled what grade he would receive in her class. That's what the lawsuit states. So she was arrested December 19th after the student resisted her. Um, and she basically threatened him, saying that he'll change his math grade to a 98 to an 89. Oh, wow. She really... She really uh, did a lot there. The student notified the school officials, of course, of the appropriate relationship. And this lasts for several months. So I guess her position was basically like saying, like, if you stop having sex with me, I'm going to lower this grade. And she lowered it from from yet again a 98 to an 89. So there's just like a couple of points. Uh, but it still doesn't matter. Uh, also, there was like messages on social media proving that she was taking advantage of him. Um for several months, the student would be forced to maintain an appropriate relationship. She would continue to use her position of power to keep him from exposing her intentions to school officials. The lawsuit states the student would skip class just to avoid her and his peers when her advances became over in public, direct, and obvious. The victim and his family are seeking a jury a trial and a judgment for damages, including medical and health care expenses. Hmm. God. <clears throat> She's 27 years old looking at a fucking 17-year-old. That doesn't even... And she's married with a 10-month-old. Like, her life must be that fucking bad that she has to have sex with a fucking high school student. People nowadays, their minds just be all over the place. So, I've, I've um, been around something like that before where a student was basically pressured to do something with a teacher and the teacher basically hang their grade over them and basically was saying like this if you don't do this if you don't do that this is the thing teachers you're there to teach you're not there to be dating you're not there to be seeking you're not there to be doing any of this stuff that you position of 
that you put your position of power to do. So I don't even know why a fucking 17 year old would even look any type of way good to you at fucking 27 and you're already married with a 10 month old child. And then the fact that you had sex in front of your 10 month old child really says a lot about your parenting skills. So, um, Hopefully this young man gets some justice too. These people in these big positions, they really take and put that position over top of you to dominate you, to demand that you do this, demand that you do that because they feel that nothing will ever happen to them. So I think this really shocked her when he went into to his parents and went to seek some type of... Um, justice in regards to this because he was just I guess at this point like just over it and even though as some some students when they are at that age they do feel like oh yeah the teacher she really like likes me she really like you know I'm gonna get hurt and all this other stuff you know because at that age they are like looking at probably younger women I don't know but it still doesn't make it right he still you know is doing something against his will he's not consenting to it he's not saying that he wants to do it so you know there she goes holding that over his head because she's the teacher and then she held over his head that she'll change his grades so hey we'll see how that goes um but this is in South Carolina the girl she just her little mugshot just looks like she just she looks very normal actually just like a normal girl, a normal teacher, normal girl. She doesn't even look like she's 27. She doesn't even look like she would be a teacher. She just looks very normal. So her mind and her brain just don't have normal cells working in it. So we'll see how that goes. But damn, dropped the grade from a 98 to an 89. I guess that dropped him down from an A to what a B. So she only dropped it down that much, which doesn't still make it right. But hey. And hopefully he made some of those grades on his own. It wasn't just because of the sex because we'll, we'll see. So also, if you guys haven't been following the Supreme Court um, issues, so the FBI is now going to get involved with that and they're going to investigate that. And I'm glad because it was a lot of things going on with the whole hearing of him even getting onto the floor. So they did pass that vote. So he's going to get onto the floor, but they're, they're going to delay the floor vote with that. So with the, with the FBI investigation. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what comes out of the FBI investigation and how they proceed with what the FBI finds. Um, because if they find out something that could be harmful to Kavanaugh, then I'm sure he'll be out of here and then Trump will have to go with whoever else he had in mind, even though he said he didn't have anybody in mind, but I clearly think that he does. So Damn America, this D.C. principal was taped mocking a student's sexual assault claim and also a South Carolina teacher lured a student's grade when they no longer want to have sex with her. So these position of power with these two uh, topics here, they try to use their position of power to get over and try to make, you know, their positions because they're, you know, positioned in a higher, <coughs> higher rank that they can get away with certain things there. So hmm. hopefully... Um, they get some justice, these young kids. Um, hopefully, their parents can get them some type of counseling if anything else comes about uh, with that whole situation. So we're definitely going to pray for them and pray for these teachers and these people that are so-called supposed to be helping our students. So, hey. Uh, now let's get into our rising star. Uh, we have Nashe Graham. She's eight years old. Um, she 
is a second grader. Um, she's from Philly. Uh, she attends the Junior Barber Academy over the summer she did. And she she basically wanted to teach. I guess she basically learned like the fundamental at this barber school of haircuts, uh, clipper control, you know, things like that, of how to do what she does. So um, she was giving out uh, haircuts to people in her community. So um, there's a picture of her where um, she basically was giving out free haircuts to the homeless in November. Um, so that was dope of her. I've never seen a young lady as a barber. So um, I think that's a lot of good girl power that she's doing there. Uh, so let me see what else they said. I guess this guy who name is Michael Boom, he created like a six week program for young men. So he wanted to teach young men self sufficient and cut their own hair when they went away to college. But she ended up coming to the program. So she ended up coming to the program. She's in second grade and she basically learned everything. She succeeded at everything. She didn't miss not one single class. Uh, she completed the program and put her newfound skills to good use as a volunteer immediately. So he put back the guy, Michael Boone, put together a back to school event in Philadelphia where 300, 400 kids showed up to get free haircuts and she came out to help them. And she even bought her own clippers. Shout out to her. Uh, so look for her coming soon when she, you know, gets a little bit older. Hey, she might own her own shop and be cutting hair and have people working underneath her. So shout out to her as my rising star. Shout out to that girl power there. Okay. Let these men know that we can cut some hair and probably cut it better than them. Okay. So let's get into the twerk something segment you know i'm always excited to do the twerk something segment because this is a segment that most people always look forward to because they want to always drop it like it's hot you know turn it around flip it whatever they have to do to twerk so um a lot of people are tripping because of the jacques is forced to remove his remix of the song trip which LMA did, and a lot of people were upset about that because they feel like Jacquees' um, version is way better than LMI's version. Um, they try to say that she he got sent a cease and season something like some type of thing where it's like basically he has to not talk about it or something like that but I don't think that was true because DJ Mustard came out and was just basically like no the only person that can kind of give that away would have to be like the record company or something like that and that's not exactly what happened um his version is really good um I kind of like his version honestly better than her version but I wonder, um, I wonder if they can just do a remix together, but how would that sound? I don't know, but I think his version for them to remove it, I think it was some hate there. Like I think LMI, her team may have been behind it because his joint was getting some numbers, like his shit was bumping up there. So, but it's, it's, you know what, her team probably was hating behind it, but, but she wasn't because she's the one who originally posted it. So I don't know what's going on with there, but he basically said that he was forced to remove it, um, remix from, from the ants. Okay. Let me see. It said he was forced to remove his trip visual and remix from the antics after it gave more attention to the original song. 
So when T-Pain pointed out that he might might have been trying to make money off of Alamai, Jacquees was quick to set the record straight. Nigga, no, I didn't. Laughing out loud. Hell, you tell me about my brother. He tweeted, I put it on SoundCloud and YouTube. You know my game ain't clap. I love Ella. So basically trying to say, like, look, you're reaching. Like, why the fuck would I even do something like that? Like, I'm not trying to. Why would I try to make money off somebody else? So, of course, the fans are going back and forth, debating the issue of remixing. So some uh, some say that he was doing too much, releasing the vocals to the song. Um, but the fact that, you know, Ella Mae is brand new. She's trying to establish herself. I don't think so i think that everybody makes remixes to songs all the time and maybe that was his way of just asking her like hey girl i could probably hop on this remix probably make this joint a little bit dope we could probably get up there on the charts and do whatever so i i i don't really think it was that bitch big of a deal but i mean his shit was blowing up more than her because his shit was better like his shit was more powerful i don't really care too much about hers like hers was good the video was boring like she she you know she was dry but Jacquees he he blew that shit up so I mean it is what it is at this point I mean <laughs> but it'd be funny if she was performing that shit and they just sing the Jacquees version or do the Jacquees version then that would be a fucking blower but hey it's the music business um also coming to an end so Insecure is coming to an end uh, the season finale, I believe, is this weekend. But my thing is, I don't understand why the season finale is already because I'm just trying to figure out what really happened this season. So, of course, the first couple of episodes, we didn't see Lawrence. It was a lot of clapback with that. We were under the impression that he wasn't going to be there. Then he comes back and he comes back he got the clap and then now Nathan disappears and we spend a whole damn day trying to find him so that was a big thing and then it's like okay season finale like what actually fucking happened okay Joe and Molly I guess go through a breakup so they say and then now we're on to the Asian guy like Insecure really was not that popping this season like it really came really fast for us to have a season finale so I really didn't care for it this season I, I could it was like nothing that was like going on for me that was just like popping so I don't know what that was about um but also so we have a cougar on the rise. So, Kourtney Kardashian is dating this 20-year-old guy called Luca um, Sabat. He played in Grownish. And she basically says that she likes spending time with him. They have a lot of things in common. I don't know what the fuck that could be because she's damn near 40. He's fucking 20. So, I don't know what the fuck they have in common. I don't know where she got that from. She says she enjoys his conversation. He talks about artistic things and all those other things. So, basically, at this point, you know how we were coming at Black China for walking around with the fucking 15-year-old? At this point, I guess that's just what it is. Like, that's just what it is now. You're 39, and you date 20 and 19-year-olds, and that's just what it's going to be. And at this point, we can't even say nothing else about it because they like young dick. So we're going to let them have that. We're going to let them be. She wants to be with a 20-year-old. She has three kids. For all we know, she just may be having fun. She may not even think nothing serious of it. She may just be trying to, you know, fill a blank or probably trying to be up there with Scott because Scott has him a young girlfriend. Who knows? But at this point, I feel like 
maybe the age limit should be 21 and up, not like, you know, 17, 19, 20, like 21 and up is probably better, but 20 year old, I don't know what he would have in common with you, would you be a mom of three, like what is there to talk about, I don't know what the conversations could be, but hey. Um, also speaking on the rise, so Bill Cosby's sentence, so we all know that Bill Cosby was on trial for sexually assaulting and drugging this lady from a case in 2004. And then also 60 other women came came about as well and put some allegations against him. Um, I never really spoke about this case. Um, I never really kind of went into it. Um, because I was not there, so I don't really know what occurred. Um, what I do know is that all of this kind of came about when he said that he wanted to buy into NBC. And I feel like that was a way of kind of like stopping the black man from succeeding to do something great. Um, I feel like maybe these allegations probably would have not came out if they knew that he wanted to buy NBC. Um, I'm not here to say whether he did it or whether he did not do it, even though he did say that he did do it. Um, a lot of things can go along with that as far as him saying that he did it, but really not saying that he do it, did it because maybe it was something there as far as him getting a deal or something like that, or maybe someone, you know, in his camp told him to say that, you know, I don't know. Um, I feel that I was very shocked with the whole sentencing. Um, he's very old. Um, he's legally blind. I really thought that he was going to at least get house arrest. I'm not sure, but a lot of people feel that he's not even going to be in there for a long time. Um, he is about to go to general population, so he doesn't have his cane. He doesn't have any of that. Um, apparently he fell down the steps. The food is bad. He was on the phone with his wife, like, look, get all the money you can because for, you know, to get me out of here. Um, some people feel or, you know, that this was a way of them making an example, uh, using the black man to make an example of the whole Me Too thing. Um, I do know that like the Harvey Weinsteins, the Matt Lara, um, the new person from CBS, Lee's Moves, um, Charlie Sheen, you know, all of these white people position of power still have their everyday lives they you know still can do shows you know all they did was like really step down from the allegations nothing kind of went to court I don't think anyone was charged anything like that um what will we say in this I mean I would honestly just say that we just can just pray for him um I know Amber Rose had a lot to say where, like, you know, she made some valid points, but then she went crazy when she, like, wished death on him or something like that. And it was just like, Amber, just at this point, no one really cares about what your opinion opinion is because you're still out here defending and wanting females to be a hoe and defending being a hoe. So it's like, we don't even take you fucking serious. Um, so... 
hopefully we'll just pray for his family, pray for all the victims' family. Um, you know, they feel now that they got a little bit of, you know, justice and things like that. And their, you know, nightmares are gone. So uh, I really can't speak that much on, on the topic. But what I can say, just in my personal opinion, I just don't really, you know, know exactly what happened during that time, what happened during that day, but I just know that this all came about because he inquired about buying a very popular station that was really not getting that much reviews as far as shows, you know, the ratings and things like that. So, you know, who knows, but hey, we'll just pray for Bill Cosby, um, I know they're still, you know, playing the Cosby show and stuff like that. You know, growing up, everybody, you know, loved Bill Cosby. He was like a role model. I remember when he came to Lincoln and he spoke to us at Lincoln. So it was like a big thing. Um, so, you know, that really just dropped me, dropped my little heart. Because I was like, damn, 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 damn. But, you know, so hopefully, you know, he'll get it together in there. I know in jail they don't like rapists or nothing like that. So, you know, hopefully they'll, you know, be easy on him. Um, so let's go into, you know, since, you know, Bill Cosby bag is probably stopped, you know, hashtag Nikki stop my bag. That was a big hashtag on Twitter. So apparently Tiffany Fox, she used to be on, uh, she was on a couple of seasons of Love and Hip Hop New York and she was on the Queens Court and she did an interview and I think it came up about Nikki and, uh, Cardi B. So Tiffany basically said that Nicki Minaj once stopped her from being nominated for a war and walking and walking the red carpet. So, you know, she started off by saying like, you know, she doesn't like she's hating, but or being emotional, oppressed or whatever the case may be, don't want to be bitter and don't want to be hating on other girls. She said, I'm not saying this because the masses are saying it. She said, Nikki has definitely interrupted me being on the red carpets. Times I'm supposed to be nominated out of nowhere. It's a problem. It gets back to me that it's affiliated with her, which we have heard numerous times about Nikki. Like we have heard this. Remy Ma has said this, even the new recent with Cardi B. Um, so, and then back in 2013, Fox aligned herself with little Kim and then Mr. Kim's beef with Nikki and Tiffany made it clear she had nothing against Minaj and even praised her for being talented. So, you know, this is nothing new with Nikki Minaj. When Nikki Minaj may feel threatened or she may feel that something is not going her way, she will stop that back. So, you know, Nikki went on Twitter. She made it a big thing. She made a hashtag. She, you know, did different posts and things like that and laughed about it. But Nikki, this has been known facts. Everyone knows this to be a fact. Um, also, Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlock, he needs to really um, go through his stories first before he posts it because he posted something about Future, Nikki, and Cardi. So I guess Cardi has a song Drip and Future was supposed to be on the song, but apparently Nikki, you know, reached out to Future and was like, look, don't you do that song with that heifer if you go on that tour with her. You know, if, I'm sorry if you do that song with her, it's no tour with me. So, you know, stop that. But apparently that was not true. 
And I need Jason Lee before he puts his stories out to confirm them because you're out here doing false advertisements. And it was like an exchange between Future and somebody and Future was like, no, that's not even true. Like I make my own choices. I make my own decisions, whatever the case may be. But at the end of the day, Nikki, your tour is getting pushed back because you claim that you wasn't going to be ready. Your stiff dance moves weren't going to be ready. So it was like at the end of the day, Future wasn't even going to be on half of the damn tour anyway, whether this was true or not. So at this point, it really doesn't even fucking matter. But I do believe that she does stop bags. I do believe that that has been an ongoing thing. Um, also, rumor has it that Cardi B is in the studio with Meek Mills and they may have a song coming out. So, I mean, let's see how that goes. Let's see how she feels about that. But if believe it or not, if she doesn't want to realize it, Cardi B is out here winning. Um, she just came from Milan, came from Milan Fashion Week winning. She just performed at the Global Citizens Festival. So, like, she's really out here get into the bag and getting that money so i'm sure nikki's gonna come up with some type of shenanigans to stop shit but we'll see um also the basketball wise um, production company is fired so we'll see how that ends up um i feel like the show needs to be fired within itself because it's about boring at this point doesn't have any substance so it needs to just disappear because no one at this point really cares about uh basketball wise and nobody on there really is a wife except for jackie christie and everybody is divorced so we'll see how that goes with finding a new production company or they just need to stop the shit altogether um also 50 cent <laughs> is at it again um <laughs> uh once his his Baby mother and Nas baby mother is linking up to do a show together. And 50 Cent basically wants to stop that from happening because he feels that he's the only person that should be out here getting a bag. So he wants to stop the bag from the baby mother. Uh, Basically, he was just saying like, look, this show is not going to be anything with me or without me. And you're not going to succeed with the show. And basically saying that this was a way of her wanting to get back with him or something like that. And I don't even think that is possible. I don't even think she's been trying to get back with 50 Cent for a long time. But apparently, you know, he has a real big thing to say about this. He's like pissed um, that him and that her and Nas uh baby mother is like teaming up to do this whole show or production thing that they got going on or some book or something like that and she done spoke out about it so he's definitely pissed about that but other than that I don't see nothing wrong with it I kind of want to see it to see where it's going to go so we'll see with that um also Gloria she wants the kids back so her and Matt Barnes went through a whole big scandal and she had like a restraining order against her she had to be a certain amount away from the kids so now you know she went to court and she requested more time with the kids I don't know I think she was granted that so she was granted more time to spend with the kids because right now the kids are not with her they're with the father so they are going through a whole court battle with that. Um, I know that, you know, she lost a temporary custody against him or whatever the case may be of the twin boys. And it was just like temporary. But now I think she went back to the court and she got to, granted to spend more time with them. So 
hopefully things work out for her in her favor. I know as a mother, her losing, well, I'm not a mother, but I know she probably just like, damn, what the fuck? Because she thought she just had everything under control when it came to Matt Barnes. Like, she just knew that she had everything together. But this shit then went and got messy because she apparently acted some type of way when she picked the kids up from school. So that's like a whole little thing. Like, it was like a thing where she had to stay like a hundred yards away from the kids. She couldn't, she could see the kids once per week for four hours, but she had to have like a professional monitor with her or whatever like that. She has to pay for the monitor. Um, she can't leave the country with them. She must only like talk to Matt about dropping him, dropping the kids off, everything. So now, you know, she's requesting, and I think, or I think she got granted more hours to spend with the kid. So she's going through a lot of turmoil because, you know, every time she was going through something, she would kind of use those kids against Matt. So now it's like kind of the other way around. That shit kind of like slapped her in her face. So we'll see how that story develops um, and see how that develops with um, Derek Fisher, who apparently is her fiance. And I know he had a couple of like exchanges with Matt or whatever case may be. So we'll just see how all that goes. Uh, also speaking of parenting, so Neo X fiance um, Monita Shaw, she is writing a new co-parenting book, um, and Neo is featured in it as well, because she does co-parenting with Neo's new wife, uh, Crystal. A lot of people had a lot to say about that, including myself, because, you know, she went and got those tubes tied, and she couldn't have any more kids, because he said he didn't want any more kids, but then he got with the new wife, and ended up getting her pregnant, and they just had a baby, so... You know, it was a lot going on with that. That was a little crazy, but apparently that's not how it happened, but that's how she portrayed it on that show that she was on. And she came out and basically was just saying like, no, we're all good. We co-parent. He didn't make me do anything. That was my decision. Yada, yada, yada. So they have this new co-parenting book. So maybe Matt and Gloria can pick it up. And they can read it and go over some things because they can probably have them a nice, big, happy family with some co-parenting going on. So we shall see. But that is uh, coming out soon, I believe. So if you parents are having issues with the baby mothers and the baby fathers, you can go pick up that book, okay? Uh, also, to all my natural girls out there, everyone, all my black females should watch Nappy Ever After. It was really good on Netflix. It teaches you about, you know, just being yourself and that your hair doesn't define you and being a natural girl and just accepting your natural beauty. So that was a real good show. So now Lathan looked good in it. She did a really good job. So that's something, you know, that I recommend people want to go see. Uh, also, Love and Hip Hop New York, Sin and Joe Button will be on there along with Remy and everybody else. I kind of want to see Sin because now we see Sin with Joe Button having, you know, have a baby. She has a baby because at first when we saw Sin, she was with Erica Mena. She was gay. So now we're about to just see her really different. Uh, see, you know, how her and Joe get along. You know, it's the last time we saw Joe, he was on there with Tahiri. And he needed, you know, rehab and stuff like that. So now that he's in a new light. So let's see what type of drama uh, Mona has them in. So, <coughs> excuse me, we shall see about that. Uh, also, the Carter Five is here. And it was worth the wait. 
Lil Wayne, thank you so much. It's been five years since we've been waiting for this album. And I love everything about it. You brought out Ashanti. You brought your baby mother Nivea back. You brought Regine. It is a good album from beginning to the end. Anybody who says it is not a good album, they're not real true Lil Wayne fans, okay? Everyone knows that Lil Wayne has the best. When he clicks that lighter, that you already know that song is about to be a banger. It's about to be a classic. So this is a really good classic album. I love it. I haven't skipped not one song. I do got some favorite ones on there that I do go to immediately and I go back or whatever, but... He do got some good ass songs on here, so that's one of the good, you know, album album um that's out right now. Uh also speaking of his baby mother, Nivea, she came out and basically was saying that she been through a lot, you know, as an artist, just you know, with being with Lil Wayne, being married to the dream, um having a baby by both of them. I would have never known that she was on cocaine. That was a big thing. Um, you know, she said that, you know, her relationship with the dream and how Wayne overlapped, she just felt like she wanted to fuck somebody else. Like she's, Said it point blank period. Um, she said she she wouldn't been able to be like didn't believe in creeping. So either I'm a cut buddy time or I'm with that person for like a hundred years. She was like, I don't speak to Wayne for five years after we're not together and I was married to the dream. Um, she also reveals that she taking a 10 year break from relationships, because I guess just how much been going on with her and Wayne. Um, also she also talked about how she was on cocaine during the time I think that she was with Wayne, but he didn't do drugs or anything like that. But at the time, it was like a big thing. Um, she didn't have a prenup when she was with the with the dream. So she didn't do anything like that, which I thought was kind of like crazy. Like, girl, how you ain't had no prenup? So that was a little... Uh, Thing. She was like, it's child support not out there on the internet, but it's not what you think. I'm good. I don't need to break the bank on your ass. I was in the gym with you shooting. They take care of their kids. She said, I know some bitches who are not of a certain status who get more than I do. I didn't even get half when me and Dream got divorced. I didn't have a prenup. Damn. She didn't even have a prenup. So basically, I guess she was just saying, look, she didn't need that money. Whatever the case may be, she was good. Um, with the drug thing, she said Wayne didn't do drugs with her. She was younger. She didn't have children. She loved to experiment. I was doing, she was doing a song laundry, giving messages and cooking for that man. She said Wayne wants his girl to be clean. She wants him to be like a sexy little Martha Stewart. She said she basically, she didn't smoke weed until 2010 after she started breastfeeding. The pill thing I didn't do. She said, I like to drink, so I wouldn't say no. She said, I've done coke, but no pills. Coke was more of a mental thing. I wanted to be alone. It was a personal drug. I wanted to write, play, uh, Sunoco. She said, I had a drug issue at one point, but I didn't want to say the drug. I came from an addictive family. The struggle is real. So I would have never known that about her. Um, also, she said the reason why she ended her relationship with the dream was because they were fighting a lot. The industry kind of shut us down at one point. Then it switched. He started getting more placements and umbrella happened. But having children changed the women and the men drastically, emotionally and mentally. So that was kind of 
another reason why they kind of broke up because of the whole music industry. So, shout out to Nivea. She's trying to get back in the game. I liked her. I don't know if she'll be popping right now during this day and age, but, you know, you'll never know. A lot of the 90s people are making a comeback. Maya, Ashanti. So, you know, hey, I'm glad that she's not on that shit no more, but... I guess when she was on it, the bitch did give us some good-ass hits because Laundry Mat was good as shit. So, you know, huh? Um, also, so Kanye is still on his trolling shit. Um, he tweeted that this new album was coming out on Saturday. Hasn't came, hasn't dropped. Um, he is, you know, talking about the elephant in the room because he went to go do this speech and he has his Make America Great hat on again and everybody's just sitting there looking at him like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? He basically said that he designed the hat. He basically made the trim or brim of the hat different. No, designing the hat is basically designing and revamping the whole thing. You could have changed the hat and said make Kanye great again or fuck make the Kardashians great again or make bipolar like you could have did something else but you still have the make America great again then I see in like a post where like he did Saturday Night Live and he has the hat on and he does some speech at the end and he is like you know a lot of people ridiculed him about going out there with the hat on and was saying that he was going to put the hat on because it gave him some superpowers or some shit like that and you know one of my past guests, Remy, she made a good point that, you know, he, Kim must be working on getting another person out of jail like she did with the 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 lady that she let out on clemency. So Kim must be working on getting another person out because every time something new is about to come around, this is when Kanye starts trolling. Something new is about to come up and he starts trolling his ass off with all these antics. And quite frankly, it's about getting sickening. So I feel like Kanye, you don't have to do all of this trolling. Kim, you know, I don't even think Kim even cares about you doing the trolling. I feel that she probably does say something to you about it because at this point, you know, just getting too much, drawing too much attention. Um, you know, she already draws attention when something new is about to come with her because she takes her clothes off. But at this point, it's just like, okay, what what are you doing now? Okay, like you you clearly already know that you support Trump. That's your opinion. That's your choice, whatever. But at this point, it's just like, won't you just kind of focus on yourself, focus on the music, and just leave everything else where it's at? Like he, at this point to me, is just, beyond doing too much and I'm kind of like over him kind of over the whole yay thing and he just needs to go sit the fuck down somewhere um but I guarantee you something is coming up with what Kim is doing to get somebody else out of jail because I know she was working along with the legal team with this young black man that she was trying to help so something is coming soon something is coming I don't know what it is but it's coming because yay is doing a lot of trolling and of course i'm saying yay because he did tweet and said that he doesn't want to go by kanye anymore he wants to go by yay so hey there you have it and that's just what it is and that's just what he's doing so you know we'll see um so the real housewives of potomac ashley darby's husband is accused of sexually assault. The cameraman, though. Okay, he's sexually assaulting the cameraman. Uh, she did a post and said that, you know, there has been no allegations that have came out. There has been no arrest or anything like that. But apparently the reports are saying that he took and grabbed 
the husband, no, grabbed the cameraman's butt or something like that. And the cameraman, uh, you know, basically told him, like, no, could you stop doing that? whatever the case may be, they said that they have suspended filming with him. So he has not been uh, filming. Um, but the cameraman says in documents charging him with assault and sexual conduct that as he turned around, he smiled and gave him a flirtatious look. So I guess he was like grabbing his butt or something and he turned around, like grabbed his backside, groped his backside. Um, he told Darby to stop and then his supervisor, he pressed charges three days later. So, you know, this is going to be a fun-filled season that's going to come up because, you know, this had came out before when Karen had said something to Ashley about her husband taking naked photos and shit like that. So, let me find out the husband is a little perv, okay? And honestly, he may be gay, for all we know. I mean, he does give me the look, but he may just be into guys. And Ashley may be holding on to this marriage so that she can stay on the show. So, and at this point, she has her own money. You know, she's getting money from the shows. I know she does other little things in the community. Um, but, huh. I think more so, too, this restaurant is bringing in some money as well. So, she may not be one to, you know, lose that. But, this man does look a little, you know, suspect to be, you know, with the girls flirting. So, I don't know. But she did come out on her Instagram and said that, you know, no charges have been, charges have been filed, sweetie. So, I don't know why you're saying that. She said no arrest or no anything like that. But we'll see about this because I know that this is going to, Karen Huger is eating this up you understand me because Karen always said that something was not good with Michael and Michael you know was doing some things so we'll see we'll see how this story will unfold um I think people are really taking these sexual assault cases and people are really not understanding that people are not taking this shit no more and you can't just be up in there doing shit and thinking that nothing is going to go down now him and the camera boy could have had something going on because my thing is how is he that comfortable just to group up on the camera you know group up on the camera guy so who so we know that something was going on between them and the cameraman wasn't getting something that he was promised from Michael. And now shit then hit the fan and took another turn. So, you know, I think it's more with this story that's going to develop. But he is suspended right now um, from the network. So he will not be filming. So we'll see how that will play out. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. So, yeah, damn. Damn, that season going to be good. So... Twerk something, we had some good stuff. It was okay. This week was, you know, a little dry. But, you know, the big top things was Bill Cosby, of course, um, with the sentencing. Um, then, you know, 50 Cent, he's doing what Nikki is doing, trying to stop people bags and start trying to stop the baby mother bag. So, we'll see how that unfolds because, you know, he don't want nobody overshining him and, you know, trying to basically back her against the wall. <laughs> But she claps back because I'm looking at it now that she threatens to stop her TV gig. So she says she ain't concerned because there's no way in hell. She said not at all concerned after the rapper said there's no way in hell she can do a reality show because he owns her life rights. 
So she's planning to team up with Nas Baby Mother to sell a reality show about urban women in business. Uh, I feel like we already got that. Um, so she went on IG about her TV plans, saying, I have to say this in a way she can understand me. This is what 50 said. 50 said, look, bitch, go get a fucking job. I own your life rights. Reality TV is a no-go. I don't know what to tell you or go shake your new fake ass over at Club Angels. Damn. The respects. I guess he just said, listen, I'm in a position of power. I do what the fuck I want to do. You don't do anything. You need to go get a real job. This is my lane. I have power. I have this. You know. So, damn. So, she said that basically he's powerless and that he's salty because she has zero interest in his ass. We're not too sure because a rep for 50 says Mrs. Jackson intends to fully enforce his control contractual rights as he has done in the past regarding Mrs. Thompson. So a source close to Freddie tells us, oh, okay. So basically this is some shit that she's going to do a lawsuit or whatever the case may be. And basically he's just like, look, go get your ass a fucking job. So listen, the twerk Thunder segment has been a little bit of drama, but not that much. Of course, you know, 50 always doing something. He want to crush everybody's fucking dreams because he want to be the head of fucking haunt show. So, bitch, you're not coming out with a reality show, so you can just forget it. But, um, hmm. all right. So, twerking is over. We done twerked. Uh, also, so let's get into what you want to do. So, what you want to do, mystery man from Dalton, Tennessee, is crash the continental buffets at the hotel. So I think this is so funny. So basically what he's doing is he's going to each of the hotels and he's eating the continental breakfast and he's not even um, staying there or a guest or anything. And I think that's funny because I used to do that where I used to go to the hospitals and eat the hospital food sometimes. That shit used to be banging and then go home. So I understand what he's doing. So that's what you can't do that though. That's what you won't do. You can't go to the continental breakfasts and crash them and you don't even fucking be a guest there so you basically take all the food away from all the guests and then what you won't do tommy lauren is come from michelle obama so she done started it again because michelle was out doing her campaign to um talk to the young kids about voting and tommy then came out with her bullshit talking about how trump is the greatest president ever and it's in the numbers and all this other shit so tommy what you want to do is come at michelle obama because you can never come at a woman of excellence okay you're not even on her caliber, all right? And then what you want to do, Six Flags, is pay people $300 to lay in a coffin for 30 hours. There's no fucking way in hell that I'm going to get $300 to lay in a fucking coffin for 30 hours. $300 is a really a smack in the face. It's kind of dumb at this point. It's just kind of like, oh, so, you know, let's just throw some money at you and make you do this thing, this stupid-ass thing during Halloween. You can just be in a coffin for 30 hours. I can't breathe in a coffin. Who knows what the fuck is in the coffin? No, not for $300. There's no fucking way. So whoever is out there doing that dumb shit, you really have to be hard up for money because there's no way that I would do anything like that for $300, Okay. So what you want to do, mystery man from Dalton, Tennessee, is crash the continental breakfasts at the hotel, okay? You can't be out there eating up all the continental bacon and sausage and the pancakes and all that other shit, okay? And then what you want to do, Tommy Lauren, is come for Michelle Obama, okay? You can never come for a queen, all right? Never peasants. Peasants can never come for the queen. And then what you want to do, Six Flags, is pay people $300 to lay in a coffin for 30 hours. There's no way in the fucking world that I would even take 
250 even if you're short okay and make me sit in a coffin for 30 hours there's no way in the world so whoever the fuck is doing that you need to get reevaluated some medical mental evaluations or some shit like that because there's no way in the world okay so this is episode 40 54 i think i don't know why i keep saying 45 54 a position of power um you guys can catch me sorry i have like a little cold you guys can catch me every saturday and anytime that i feel like speaking to you wonderful people um also you can go to shanghai underscore chronicles on instagram and shanghai 87 also we're on itunes google play spotify you can check us out all right um and also the website will be coming soon where we be revamping that so everyone can look out for that um so i hope everyone has a good week a good weekend and they're finishing out their weekend and they're twerking into the work week okay good people and i hope to see you guys next week with some interesting interesting things remember voting okay get you go out there get your uh midterm votes in you guys have 40 days november the 6th is the date all right and that concludes the show and i'm out it's cutting into your exercise time it's stabbing you in the back nine and it's attacking your peace of mind it's pain and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live cbd medic targets your pain at its source it's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.